Welcome to the Matt and Mark podcast. I'm Matt. That's Mark. Hello, Mark. Hi, I'm Mark. Hi, Mark. Hey, so <laughs> today yeah. we are um, we are finally recording another episode of the podcast. Sorry, it's been a hot minute, but it's been a hot um, minute. This has been the episode that the universe kept us from recording for about a month now, I think. Yeah, because time conflicts and uh, Mark having COVID. Like, how dare you, Mark? COVID-19, you know? <laughs> Shout out to COVID, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to COVID, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but yeah, so um, there are a couple other voices on the podcast that you probably hear. So let's Don't worry about, about them. Um, yeah, yeah, they're not important. They they're just hacked into here. Ghosts like, of your past. We'll just yeah, talk so, around them. Yeah, <laughs> so Matt and Mark have a <laughs> just kidding. So, um, welcome. Let's please welcome our guests, uh, John and Simon. Hain. I never knew how to say that. Twenty minutes before this podcast, I didn't realize that we would have to uh, say that our last name is pronounced Hain. H O E H N. Um, so it looks like Hohen. Yeah, so I'm yeah. a I'm a Pokemon player. Forgive me. <laughs> <laughs> God, you spelled the region wrong, guys. God, I'm also a I'm also a huge huge Pokemon fan, but but the remaking Sinnoh, not Hoenn. Ah, you're right. I'm I'm kind of ready for that. Like, I you know what? They're random thoughts. So that's Diamond and Pearl, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So that's like the the prince, basically, like uh, the prince um, place, like, like Purple Rain. Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah, Purple Rain Prince. prince. He has an album called Diamonds and Pearls and a song too, but oh yeah, oh entire the entire region is based on his song Kiss. Oh, that's <laughs> <It's> very sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Emphasis on the sin part of sin. <laughs> <laughs> Kissing is a Sino. sin, kids. <laughs> anyway, so um, John is <laughs> hi. It's so great to have you here. Um, the, these two are twins. Um, if you don't know them in person, but they're uh, they're fun fellows. So let's talk about what you guys do. Um, you're both in college. John, uh, why don't you go first? Yeah, um, so I am currently in my senior year at Warburg College in Waverly, Iowa. Um, I am going to school for a degree in music therapy. It started getting really robotic there, the way I was talking. I, Good. I need to get a... Um, if you've never heard of music therapy, um, you are in the majority of people. Um, basically, what it is, is trying to... Um, reach non-musical goals such as like communication or some physical goals within any group of people um, by using music as like my primary tool. Um, I'm a saxophonist. I'm in like six different ensembles on campus. Including <laughs> Typical <the>, college. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm in the handbell choir. I'm in the <gasps> jazz band. The... Um, wind ensemble the men's choir a small small personal choir called pinnacle just student run that's what i mean by personal <laughs> uh, in the drum line i play bass drum because i wanted to be like simon oh how cute. cute speaking of which simon <laughs> that's me hi i'm simon hey, 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 transition. hey i'm the host simon go ahead <laughs> yeah, Matt runs this thing. Ahead. Just, just oh, yeah, so John all right, all right. We got to re record the last four minutes. Uh, just okay. Welcome now. to the Matt and Mark <laughs> podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the John and Mark podcast. Oh, <laughs> Greetings, Simon. 
All right. Uh, <laughs> hi, I'm I'm Simon. I am a senior at Saint Olaf College, Umiaya. Um, I am a senior vocal performance major. I'm hoping to uh, to sing professionally after I graduate. Who knows if that will actually happen? Who knows how? Who knows how soon it will happen because COVID. Oh, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I am currently a part of the St. Olaf Choir. I got to tour uh, the South West East, Southeast <laughs> U.S. Um, so what? The, the <laughs> North. I thought you said West. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also got to tour the the Northeast. Got to sing in good old Carnegie Hall. That was a dream. Good old um, Carnegie Hall. And I, I will actually get to talk a little bit about that in the podcast. Beautiful. Because it's related to yeah. one of one it's related to our topic. I also got to tour in Norway, and that was absolutely wonderful. Mm. Um wow. I'm I'm an RA. This is my third year as an RA. Yeah, you are. Hey. You are a cutie. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I actually I do already sing I sing at a church up in Shakopee, a suburb of the <gasps> Twin Cities. I live in Shakopee. Oh. Uh-huh. Well if you want to go to church. If you want to go to the Catholic Church tomorrow, uh you can hear me sing with the trio. Okay. I'm there. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. How early I wake up. <laughs> yeah. And then I also I have a girlfriend here that oh, okay. uh we we met at the beginning of freshman year, started dating uh at the end of freshman year and we've been together ever since. It's for, it's been a been a wonderful ride with her. Excited to see what's going to happen as our lives continue on. Ooh, cool stuff. I didn't realize Beautiful. I had to go into like a full life story. Well, yeah, y'all forgot well, you talked did. about elementary school I went, and I middle school. Into, I went and toured Japan, by the way. Well, you Ooh. had so much. I also sing in Carnegie Hall. <laughs> well, you had you had so much stuff to say, and I didn't want to just be like, I, I didn't want to just be like, hi, I was in choir and I'm an RA. <laughs> yep. those are your two personality traits yeah. i don't know why <laughs> that's really all we were looking for you know, we didn't have to yeah. talk for six minutes yeah. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah. if you're a guest yeah. on this podcast there are two there are two um parameters you have to be an ra and you have to sing in college <laughs> there we go yeah <laughs> which I did only one of those things, so I guess I gotta leave. <laughs> yep. Wait. Me and Matt gotta leave. So yeah. I, I was never an RA, so Simon, oh. you just get the last two hours to yourself. All right. So it's the, the Simon, Simon podcast. podcast. It's the Simon and Simon podcast. Um, wait, Simon John. Says did you ever, John? Did you ever talk about your uh, streaming? I mean, I haven't. I was gonna wait until they were like, "Hey, we'll plug that later." Okay. At the end, so I'll, we'll plug it at the end. Oh, I'll, 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 I'll oh, wait for yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, so, so tune into tune into the end of the podcast where we talk about things that Simon and John do on the internet. Tune into the end of the podcast. <laughs> Just skip the middle. Go to the end. Yeah, yeah. Skip to about two o four. No, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so um, 
thank you for the uh, brief introductions. <laughs> um, <laughs> wow. Shut um, up. Shut up. <laughs> um, respect Matt, what's new in your life? Um, we should do a little really. bit of that. I could, yeah, yeah. yeah. We haven't really uh, updated on ourselves. A couple, um, yeah, it's been a month since people have heard from us. They're wondering. Every day, people are like, I wonder what's happening to Matt and Mark. Yeah. Well, other than the new hat I got. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, pretty, pretty jacked about that thing. Like, um, I will talk for a hot second because I mentioned it. It's a, so it's the NYLA hat for those of you who don't know. And um, I don't really know the context of it, but it's designed by a guy who's a member of the band Brockhampton. Well, kind of. He does like clothing design for them. But um, so it's a really popular design and he only drops like so much quantity per drop of merch. So like these hats, they cost like 30 bucks originally, but then like people will go and sell them for like $200 and people are willing to pay that. So like if I'm ever in a pinch, that hat will save me. <laughs> wow. Yeah. But um, to the end of Matt's life, he's going to be on life support and the hat's going to be like, doctor, there has to be a way I can pay for this surgery. <laughs> 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 Wait, what I don't care how much it's cost. We just gotta save Matt. Wait, you only have to pay thirty dollars for a talking hat. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty legit. An anthropomorphic <laughs> hat. Mm -hmm. Send me to that clothing store. <laughs> yeah, I'll drop a link below. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, um, like, it's gonna be the Hat and Mark podcast. <laughs> <laughs> The Hat and Mark podcast. I love that. Oh, <laughs> my lord. But yeah, nothing really has changed in the past month other than uh, like it's been February, which is the armpit of the year. So we've been kind of going through it, but we, uh, we've persevered and made it through. So um, I am looking forward to continuing my, my journey as a teacher in this weird, weird world. Eventually we'll go back in person. Still have yet to do that, which is kind of impressive. Go Rochester. But um. In April is when we're expected to go back. Uh, no sooner than that, but um, and that could change. Numbers can go up or down, but um, yeah, that uh, uh, I really don't think I have anything to update myself on. So, um, Mark, how are you? Mm -hmm. Tell me about your life. You've you've had quite the uh, month. I just got back on Instagram because I deleted it for a while, and now I never have space on my phone. But yeah, <laughs> I got back on there. That's important for people to know. Mm -hmm. At Marky Mark ones. Oh, I'll do that later. <laughs> well, I started it. It's at okay. Okay. The last, the next couple of hours, people are just gonna be like, Marky Mark, what? <laughs> I tried every combination of numbers. There's five numbers, so have fun trying to figure it out. Um, <laughs> I think we, we already talked about my cat, right? And my new glasses. Yeah, we talked about <laughs> Cranberry and the new glasses. Which yeah, is what those are the biggest things that have happened. But, I mean, last week I had COVID. <laughs> and I had... the only two things that you posted about on your Instagram. Yeah, well, I... How much did it? I was like, you didn't mention you had COVID. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that, that happened too. Oh, I didn't on Instagram. They don't need to know that. Yeah, Everyone knows post. it anyways. I was yeah. really dramatic about it. Literally, <laughs> I was. I actually logged in to like just pop in a movie for my students when I had COVID, and I literally said word for word, "This is 
the worst thing that's ever happened to anyone. <laughs> Wait, did I just say that? <laughs> yep. <laughs> it was because my COVID is worse than most people. I probably should have been hospitalized. My fever was over 100 for about four days. Oh, and I was wow. excited when I got down to 99.9. And yeah, every movement that I did, if I was laying down, I sat up, I would start coughing. One day I was making a sandwich. And I was actually on a video call with Matt and Josiah. Shout out to Josiah. But I was on a video call and I was like, oh, I haven't eaten yet. I better make a sandwich. And I was so tired from that. I was in the middle of making a sandwich and I had to sit down on the floor because I was coughing so much. Jesus. And then they were like, where'd Mark go? It's like, I'm fine. Just, just need a break. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, there's a lot more. I showed every symptom that's on the CDC website, except for nausea, vomiting, and loss of taste. But wow. yeah, yeah check I, out the CDC website if you want to know what I had. <laughs> because <laughs> I Snapchat you like out the day after CDC. you got well, you. We can, we can plug the, the CDC website at the end of the stream. <laughs> oh, shoot. Yeah, that was my other social. <laughs> my CDC account. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but yeah, I, I Snapchatted Mark like a day after he got his positive COVID test. And I'm like... Symptom check, and he literally just said, I have every symptom. <laughs> I, I had everything. Oh, I was immobile for three or four days. Which is the, like the opposite of Simon and me when we, because we both got COVID around the same time, and we were literally asymptomatic, which for me is surprising because I have reactive airways. I had asthma when I was in like first and second grade, but I grew out of it ish. Um, so I was like, oh, if I get COVID, like, I'm dead. Um, mm -hmm. But we were asymptomatic to the point where Matt had a birthday Zoom that Simon <laughs> and I both tuned into for several hours. And I just got trashed on an internet <laughs> screen. with <laughs> Some people I knew, some people I didn't know. It was the first time I'd ever seen their faces or heard their voices. I just say it like, Yeah. But I was like, let me take like six shots of vanilla crown and <laughs> <laughs> make a gin and tonic with Seagram's lime twisted gin and diet tonic water because I want it to not taste good. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, that shows that I didn't lose my sense of taste. <laughs> <laughs> I know I lost smell, but I didn't lose taste. Like I put a slice of pizza in my mouth and I was like, oh, that's pizza right after I lost my smell. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. I, I don't think I ever lost it. Like it wasn't as strong of a taste, but yeah, because I still had the taste. That's good. The scent is such a huge part of taste. Oh, for, yeah. For, yeah, that's true. Um, so I'm the only one here who hasn't had COVID, but I think I'm also the only one here, which something I forgot to mention, I uh, got my first round of the vaccine a few weeks ago. So that's pretty exciting. Nice. That, is a, that is a pretty big update, actually. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. No, none of us can get it right now. The talking hat that's going to save your life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so hopefully I, won't, uh, hopefully I won't need it for a while. But, you know, if, uh, if it backfires, then I have the hat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. Anything, anything else you want to say, Mark? Ah, uh, man. You know, life. Life. Shout out to life. Shout out to life. Shout out to life. <laughs> that got deep. Damn. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Disappointing us at That's every it. turn. Yeah. Our next <laughs> podcast is just me and Matt saying life back and forth. Life. Dude, life. Bruh. Dude, life. 
bro. Life. Li- but Bruh. but have you considered life? Oh, life. oh my <laughs> no no no! Dude, like, like listen the to this. For the cereal. What? Yeah, we should get listen sponsored. to this. Uh, life. Oh, <laughs> ooh, that was deep. Oh man, life. Anyway, so <laughs> today, today we have um, a good, we're going to have a hearty discussion about um, introspective songs, and we've each gone through and picked about five each, uh, five songs each that um, mean a lot to us, kind of reflect on our lives, or we just may have felt a certain, certain type of way when we heard it. So um, we are going to go through all of those today, and it's going to be super duper fun and emotional but it'll be <laughs> I feel like we're in way too good of a mood for this conversation <laughs> yeah well guys oh, we're just trying to, to lighten the mood yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> we're I love that <laughs> oh just make everyone laugh for the first like 17 minutes and then they're gonna be sad for the next hour and a half <laughs> so, uh, go and buy your hat your talking hat to save you um, <laughs> talking hat therapist yeah, he's sitting right here helping me out. Thanks, buddy. Talking Hat's <laughs> just like, yes, and how did that make you feel? Well, I felt, I felt a certain type of way. <laughs> um, okay, so um, we ha- we're going to go in Simon, Mark, John, Matt order. So um, okay. for those of you listening, if you're confused, that's what we're doing. Um, so let's start with Simon. Um, you've got your first song up here. Go, yeah, on. go right uh, ahead. The first song that I chose was um, Many of the Miles by Sarah Bareilles. Uh, I first heard the song because I listened to like a Michael Bublé Pandora channel. And this was back when I was in high school. And while I was listening to that channel, I was just kind of like, you know, like most of the most of the artists that I listen to are like men. And like I wanted to have like a more diverse, uh, more diverse music palette and uh, Sarah Bareilles and this song in particular would show up on that Spotify and so I ended up buying the entire album and I just I really loved this song it ended up being my uh, my senior solo when I was in high school I had uh, two very close friends well John my brother and and, and another good friend doing like the harmonies on the chorus and it was just it was just like, I just look back at that, and it's like one of the last things I did while I was in high school, and it was it was nice, you know. Mm-hmm. And like, I, love that. I just like how it's basically saying like, um, you, um, you, we can be separated, like, very, very far, but I will, I will go the distance. I will find my way. <laughs> Wrong song. Oh, oh yeah. Sorry. Um, it's just like no, we're actually I, talking about Hercules I'll, right now. I will. I will like cross any distance, any barrier. There, there ain't no mountain high enough. Ain't no valley low enough. <laughs> Use other songs to describe what this song. Is. <laughs> yeah, that's that's about the uh, the extent of what I want to go through for that one. I love that. I, I kind of got that vibe too, and I love hearing the context. Um, kind of makes me think of what um, Rivers and Roads by uh, The Head and the Heart was for me my senior year, senior year of high school. Like, like there's literally, literally a line in there that's like, a year from now we'll all be gone, all our friends will be gone away. And um, 
like that you know it's like reminiscent of everybody leaving for college and it's kind of a mm-hmm. kind of a bummer when you think about it like we'll never all be together like this again but mm-hmm. we'll we'll come back and say hi but you know it's just a a good send off yeah. kind of thing i like that and we'll all go down together <laughs> 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 the third different song you use <laughs> song. Keeping tally here. Um, but yeah, I was there when Simon performed the song, and I was there when he was like, "Oh, John, you got to listen to the song." And I'm like, "Oh yeah, this is funky. This is groovy." Um, and I remember one of my memories with that song was there's like an instrumental break, like in the middle of it. And during the performance, um, which they're always packed houses for those performance because there are two nights and on one night, half of the seniors give like their senior solo and the other night, all the other seniors give theirs. Um, but during that instrumental break, Simon, like, cause he had been like wandering around the stage a little bit, like slowly, like sauntered over to me and our friend, Olivia, shout out to Olivia. Um, (laughs) And like, just gave us both like small, awkward fist bumps during it. And like, <laughs> there's, like there's someone in the light booth like following with a spotlight. So they have to follow <laughs> walks up two sets of like those straight show choir risers as he walks over and just like suddenly <laughs> fist bumps at us. And he did that during the practice, and both of us were like, "Don't." do that for the performance <laughs> I walking and i and i kind of just went come on and like we both like olivia and i like looked at each other and like shook our heads like he really just did that come on <laughs> just as slow saunter over and if i recall if i cor- recall correctly like a charcoal gray suit and a red dress shirt maybe no it's just no no always... you're you're wrong i was wearing my khakis and i was wearing oh, that okay. uh that that like um khaki and gray striped tie okay you know what i'm talking about i think so shout out to simon's khaki and gray striped tie at some point <laughs> We can, we'll post, we can, uh, we'll post we can, a picture on our social media. We can plug my tie's socials at the end. Yes. <laughs> we'll, we'll use the picture of the tie to, this, to, as like the cover of this specific podcast. <laughs> People are going to be like, what? <laughs> you can see Simon's nails are like cut at three different lengths. <laughs> oh, beautiful. Yeah. Okay, popcorn, Mark. Yeah, <laughs> such a teacher thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Popcorn> Mark. <laughs> no, I do. <laughs> All right. Well, going on to my number five song. I didn't say anything about many of the miles. I thought it was really catchy. I really love Sarah Bareilles. I do too. Me too. And I'll tie this next point into mine too. But my number five was "Sober Up" by AJR. Yeah. By now, most people in the world know um, my love of AJR. <laughs> I'm actually wearing my my Neo Theater Tour shirt right now. Like Matt, no you know what I'm talking about? I, yeah, yeah, I haven't, I haven't worn this shirt in a while. And you know what? Put me in a good mood because you know AJR shows up more on my list. Possibly, they definitely do. Um, so sober <laughs> it's up. The end of the podcast. So. <laughs> yes, <laughs> sober up is basically a song 
about growing up because he's oh shoot what are the words i haven't listened to these songs for a while i i know this song <laughs> matt we're still supposed to record this yeah, song for, for some, remember when i asked you context, in like oh my gosh, yeah, 2019 we, for some context we oh wow we've that was trying to record ago. this podcast for the last like month and a half and we kept getting different <laughs> different conflicts and yeah. yes conflicts and diseases everything like yeah, that conflicts diseases um, so we literally could not find a time until finally we were like, yo, can we do this this weekend? And I was like, I can do Saturday afternoon. And, then <laughs> and it all like, happened. Saturday work. afternoon. We're doing it. We're, we're, yeah. we're making this happen. Beautiful yes. day outside. And it's yeah. happening. Mm-hmm. Okay. But yeah, I mean, the refrain for sober back to sober up is like, won't you help me sober up growing up? It made me numb and I want to feel something again. And I don't know. Me, we're all pretty close at like what point we're at in our lives. Me and Matt are like in our first couple years of teaching, and Simon and John are close to the end of their college careers. Mm-hmm. And this album, um, The Click in particular, this is what made me fall in love with AJR because all of those songs are about that point in your life when you're leaving college and jumping into the real life. And it feels so weird. Like this morning, I ran a ton of errands. I've been running errands all day. I set up a vet appointment for my cat. I set up a car appointment for my car. I did laundry. I paid rent. I paid utilities. I ate a lot of Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I, and I'm for adult uh, responsibility. I delayed the start of our recording by 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, all of these things. It, it feels weird to grow up and like that's the main part of your life, not like sometimes in college, like the going to parties. Because one of the lines in the song is like, all my new friends, we smile at party time, but we forget to smile at everything else. And it's like, oh boy, like in college, that's, I was that was definitely relatable. Cause, that's still relatable. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I guess college, it is. that's relatable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then the difference right now is that, especially during COVID, party time doesn't happen that much it's like oh we're not like going out and doing the stuff every every day of the week it's like once a week now or even less and it's like oh okay but yeah it's it's to me it's a song about growing up and kind of missing the old days that's what a lot of my songs are going to be about honestly <laughs> the old days <laughs> i don't know popcorn oh. simon <laughs> what do you think of sober up I thought it was I thought it was pretty good. Like I've certainly got like the exact same vibes that you had gotten with like all of the growing up. And like yeah, just kind of brought those feels like wow, I'm almost done. Mhm. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you definitely just heard my coffee cup hit the table. I, I, it was oh no. Yes. <laughs> this microphone's great. <laughs> Yeah, we <laughs> but wow. <laughs> oh, mind if I chime in? Um, yeah. So yeah, I like. Oh, I was kind of right there with you on that discovery of AJR. Like I remember, <laughs> you um, like you sent me like a drunk text of the YouTube link to Bud Like You, and I thought that was so touching. <laughs> oh yeah, Bud Like You. That was the first AJR song I listened to. <laughs> so good. Um, but yeah, Silver Up is so like 
it's, it has such a real feel to it. And um, I do love the song on its own just because Rivers Cuomo from Weezer's on it. Mm-hmm. Well, so I knew you were going to mention my, that. Yeah, I also have my <laughs> Weezer shirt on, so that's kind of fitting. But yeah. <laughs> um, the, uh, yeah, so it everything you just said, actually, like I, it, it's very relatable to, especially the right now, like I, you know, my heightened reality was my birthday party that we mentioned. And that was like a fun weekend and nothing was going to bring me down. And then like everything outside of that time has just been like doom and gloom. And like, I'm finally like in the positive again, but it just, you know, everything, there's nothing really to smile about right now. And to, mm-hmm. to be honest, but um, back in college, that was a real thing. Like we were all stressed out. We were all like hating everything, but like, let's go party. And this is a good time. Like we're going to pretend like, I love everybody and nothing is going wrong. I've got whatever in my hand and this is good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it like, it, it still, it's still something to work on really like being able to enjoy the little things and like putting everything in perspective instead of just pushing it under the rug when we like go hang out because Honestly, lately I've got I've just kind of gotten comfortable like calling up friends and be like, "This is going on in my life. You're gonna hear a spiel for like an hour, and that's gonna be the whole thing." <laughs> mm-hmm. But you know, so now it's like things are. I'm just forgetting all that negativity. This is a we've had a really good day. I uh, my student made fun of me for like existing, and then she left band. She like okay, so like. Uh, the other day, I I had on the thing like, "Hey, we're playing today. Like, have your instrument." And she's she commented, "No, not today. I'm going back to bed." And then she left the Google Me. <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> not like quit man, but yeah. But every well, every time, every class, she's like, "I'm disappointed in you." I'm like, I, I don't think there's ever a way I could like not disappoint. She's like, "Okay, that's fair." So <laughs> that's kind of our our vibe right now. So we have you're like, fun. You're like, I'm doing my best. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're <laughs> it's fun and then she like and she flips the script at the end of class it's like oh how are you i'm like doing great <laughs> <laughs> she's putting on a face so she can be this tough <laughs> yeah it's fun she I logged like in it. for the last five minutes yeah i missed you <laughs> <laughs> words i'll never hear from her <laughs> <laughs> okay i got enough sleep now i'm ready to take on my instrument <laughs> I remember getting back to school, and one of my eighth graders saw me in the cafeteria before choir, and she was like, "Mr. Napple, I was so excited to have a study hall today, but now you're back, and we have to." (laughs) (laughs) I had this big project to work on, and I'm so excited to have a study hall, but now you're back. These are savage. Yeah, they are. (laughs) I mean, where we all met was volunteering together for midget music camp we didn't bring that up by the we way we didn't mention that at all oh, yeah. we didn't oh. mention how we met so, i was thinking about that and you're like all right simon start talking about your songs i'm like i'm gonna need to bring this up at some point we, we can plug we, it yeah. for midget music camp at the end of the podcast okay <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll plug yeah. your social medias yeah. the, the, the plugging at the end of the podcast is gonna be like an additional 25 minutes of- <laughs> that'll be that'll be the next episode <laughs> yeah we'll just make a separate podcast for that. <laughs> Simon and John plug everything. <laughs> I specifically make an Instagram for my tie so I can plug I'm it. here for it. <laughs> yes. Um, 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 anyway, Popcorn John. Yeah. Um, so actually, because you were talking about the first, like, the first AJR songs you heard. Um, I remember 
the first AGR song that I heard um, was actually I'm Ready. Because oh, Simon ooh. and I... Because Simon and I took a um, a road trip with a couple of friends at, right after we graduated high school down to Georgia and then uh, and then back up because one of our friends, his mom lives in Georgia, so we drove him down there instead of him flying. I started getting hiccups, so that's why I'm... Oh, that's why I'm you're, not like getting, you're not getting all choked up about... <laughs> <laughs> about a road, road trip? trip? <laughs> um, but Simon on was our, mean. <laughs> on our on our drive back, um, I put this thing on my um, Snapchat story. That was like, "Hey, like, we have an eight-hour drive. Yeah, we have an eight-hour drive. Give us songs to listen to." And we made this. It was my first ever Spotify set list. Um, it's just called St. Louis to Wasika. Simon and I are both from Wasika, Minnesota, by the way. We didn't mention that either. Oh wow! <laughs> so now you can now you can uh, stalk us wherever you have our full names, our yeah. uh, hometown. <laughs> Our uh, colleges. Yeah, I can I can give you my uh social security number. There we go. Yeah, we'll do that. Yeah. Social if, security, if, if you're social a media. Viewer, and I have never mentioned any of this, you didn't hear it here. Um <laughs> but um so someone put in I'm ready, um, which was a which it, like is a fine song, but like the the SpongeBob in there, like on repeated <laughs> on repeated yeah. lessons gave me very quickly diminishing returns <laughs> yeah. to the point where I'm like, Ugh. and even anytime I would even see like AJR, I'd be like, "Ugh, I'm ready." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm so, a lot of people so, ready. Yeah, so like I, I saw two AJR songs like right away. I'm like, "Well, gotta listen to these." And then I loved both of them. Like it was an entire flip. Like it made me enjoy them even more because of how much I wasn't looking forward to listening to them. Yeah. That after I listened to them as part of this, I was like, oh my God, both of these are amazing songs. I can't, mm-hmm. it's a reminder not to, you know, judge a singer songwriter on a single well, song. And I might be wrong, but I think I'm Ready was their first song or one was, of their first. It was, was definitely yeah, early AJR. Yeah, from their first album. And that was like, I feel like that was like a different era for them completely because they just oh, it made really it was. themselves oh, yeah. and they came out with the click. Yeah, the click in Neo Theater, it's been a game changer. It's like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah, and then it, o- OK Orchestra will come out, and then it'll be a whole other deal. As oh as bands are out and they continue to evolve and they find their sound, that's when, that's when it gets they exciting. find that sound. That's when it gets exciting. That's when it gets really good. So mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Having that context makes a heck of a lot more sense. But mm-hmm. one thing that I noticed even altogether about all of your songs mark is that they're all kind of like upbeat um fun songs with maybe one exception in there um depending on what version you listen to but they all have like depressing lyrics yes (laughs) i know it's very true (laughs) i mean my number one's pretty happy i think but yeah it is well at least it would have been but we'll get there. Oh yeah. (laughs) Oh we'll get get there. That's gonna have its own podcast too. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm not even kidding. That's going to happen. <laughs> but, oh, can I have another thing that I want to say about the song? No, you only get your one. Oh, sure. Why not? <laughs> I was going I'll to say, to I just, I really love the the lyrics. I just want to feel something again. Just because, oh. like, it, it makes me, like, think about, like, my struggles with depression and, like, how, like, before I was medicated, I just kind of had that, like, pervasive just like feeling 
of nothing. And it just mm-hmm. it makes me think about those times. Just back before I had my good old uh, Prozac. <laughs> Shout out to Prozac. Shout out to Prozac. We'll plug it at the end of the podcast. <laughs> is, is, yeah. is the opposite of Prozac, Konzac? <laughs> Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that was back. It, no, it's Con Taylor. Con Taylor. That was good. Sure, that was sure good. Prozac is just short for professional Zachary. that shouldn't have been as funny as it was all right simon don't forget to wake up in the morning and take your professional zachary (laughs) well aren't you a little professional zachary this morning (laughs) now let's beat this joke to death and say nothing but professional zachary jokes for 10 minutes yeah, we're going to like, all right, I'm skipping the remember, Zachary part of this. <laughs> remember, remember, first we're going to talk so much year about, at, um, oh, go ahead. Your first year at music camp when the thing was like hype, next year it's going to be professional Zachary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it was hype, and then it was, you're my favorite person. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh shout, shout out to, to Lane. Lane. Shout out to Lane. Oh, shout out to Lane. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Wait, wasn't it Yeehaw? Oh, yeah, Yeehaw, boys. Yeah. yeah. Well, we kept reusing hype, and we started, and we were like, this isn't the same. It's a different this isn't, year. This isn't, yeah, yeah, this isn't a vibe. Yeah, it's not a vibe. Thank you. Yeah. Um. Oh, I had something I was going to say, but I could threw it out the window. Oh, did you... Um, you mentioned you mentioned um, um, Probozek. Did you want to kind of mention your experience on that, or... If you care to, I'm I'm really curious about it. It's been something on my um, mind. Yeah, I know it's something that people like. Like, let me get this out of the way first. Um, not every uh, not every medication is going to work for everyone. Right. That being said, Prozac has worked for me. It's kind of like staved off all those negative thoughts. And actually, I was thinking. Because like I got out of that the point in my life where I was at the lowest of my low, I wanted to try going off of it and seeing if I could actually go off it. So like I've been thinking like, oh, next time I like have a consultation with my doctor, I might want to talk about like going off of it. And then every time that that point was coming up, something horrible in the world would happen. Like when Mm. I like probably the biggest example was I was going to talk to my doctor about maybe like weaning off the Prozac and then being like unmedicated just because I didn't know if it was just like, I have like lifelong depression or if it was just because I was at the lowest of the low, I needed a little bit of assistance. Mm -hmm. But when I was going to talk to my doctor about it, COVID hit. Oh, wow. so I was like, yeah, you know, now that it's a global pandemic and hundreds of thousand people are dying and I have to sit in my room for days and days and days on end. I might need this. Let's keep taking yeah. the happy pills. Yeah, mm-hmm. keep taking the happy pills. I, yeah. I have two pills. I also take a pill for hyperhidrosis, which is like extreme sweating. 
Okay. So I call them my my uh, happy boy pills and my sweaty boy pills. <laughs> happy sweaty boy. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm. So you, I, I take like either, big so I'm boys. Just, happy sweaty I'm boys. Always, I'm just always a happy I love sweaty it. boy. <laughs> well thanks for sharing I, I i'm just always curious about people's uh, um experiences with that because uh mm-hmm. it's something i've considered a few times in my life too but yeah. i and there's there's nothing I, wrong with that a, like we really do it's kind to... of a, just kind of a fear of mine like i don't yeah. know how it's gonna affect me because it happens mm-hmm. like, it's so different for every person so mm-hmm. I, like it might just be something to like give a shot one day you yeah. know yeah, yeah. and like, I also want to say, like, there's nothing wrong with taking medications for right. mental illness. Like, if you need the help, you need the help. And there's no shame in that. Yeah, there's mental actually, illnesses are there's just act- as bad as physical illnesses. Like, there's a stigma against them. There should not be a stigma against them. Yes, normalize taking care of your mental health. Like, yeah. this past mm-hmm. year, especially because of COVID... I finally health. started taking um, therapy, like slash counseling, through oh, BetterHelp. It's yep. been terrific. It's been so good for me. It's like, yeah, but yeah, there is that stigma around it. Like, oh, mm-hmm. something wrong yeah. with you? You must I've be wanted- crazy. Like, no, <laughs> this is normal. I've, I've been like wanting to normalize therapy, or not normalize therapy. I've wanted to like take therapy. Go to therapy. Therapy is really good. Because, I yeah, it. because it seems like such a beneficial thing, but I can never like actually push myself to the step of actually like signing up for and going to therapy. Somebody had to push me to do it. Yeah. So yeah, I'm with you. Mm-hmm. My my friend in college, like I was going through some heavy stuff, and he's like, "Dude, go to therapy like right now." And I'm like, "Okay." And then it yeah. helps like so much. <laughs> and mm-hmm. um. But yeah, but I love how the the conversation has really shifted in the past few years. Like I was um, <clears throat> back when I was in high school, middle school, we, we, when we all were like that would that would have been it would have been crazy to even mention it. But now, like I was overhearing some high school students talk about like last year, like they're like, "Oh yeah, what kind of um, medication are you on?" Like I'm on this, this, and that, and I'm like this is so crazy. This is cool. Like they're just talking about their like their like uh, mental health medication, and I love that. So I want more of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, cool. Um, all right. Anyway, so um, well, that, I think that was the first tangent we've ever gone on that was like really deep. Good job. <laughs> Good job, team. Oh, yeah. Job. Same um, time next week. Yeah. Yeah. Next week, yeah. <laughs> week we'll talk about a month more and a half from now. The next time we can finally meet. Yeah. So <laughs> that's mental health is going to be a really big theme in this episode. If oh, you yeah. oh that absolutely. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, John, did you want to talk about your number five? Yeah. Um, so okay. I actually put two number fives in there because they both, um, they both fall along the same vein of song um, being modern country, which I really don't listen to really outside of these songs because i <laughs> really don't like modern country <laughs> so it's weird that you know two of my two of my songs are modern country but it's um there goes my life by kenny chesney and then highway 20 ride by the zach brown band um the reason why both of these songs are kind of tied in my number five is because they both make me think about my father simon and i um our parents have been um, divorced since we were six so it's something we've always lived with like it's not something that 
like it's like people are like oh i'm sorry your parents are divorced i'm like they've been divorced for like a quarter of my life like a majority of my life i've had separated parents and they are both with people that make them really really happy now and sometimes like marriages and relationships don't work and Mm -hmm. if you need to separate and you need to become your own people like it's it's important but both these songs make me think about my dad and make me think about what it's going to be like when i'm a when i'm a father one day um Mm -hmm. for um there goes my life there was once i think it was my sophomore year of college where i was driving my dad's truck to the to like our local dump because he needed me to get rid of some garbage in his in his tailgate um and like that song was in there and um there goes my life was also the um the father-daughter dance at my sister sammy's wedding oh um so that's so like i started thinking about that and i started tearing up and like almost crying listening to the song and i'm like is this what like getting older is that I start crying to modern country? <laughs> like, <laughs> I feel you. <laughs> like, if this is what I'm, life is, I don't I'm, want I'm it. Can attest that I, I'm going to attest that I really don't, don't cry. cry. That's like, also really, actually, ever. sorry, I'm sorry to cut you off. That's no, something that's it. also been nice about Prozac and just like growing up, like, I cry more often. It's not often at all. It's still like maybe like two or three times a year, which I know isn't healthy, but um, <laughs> but I am getting better at like crying. And yeah. it just, because it was something that was so internalized that like real men don't cry. Like that yeah. whole mm-hmm. Yeah, is big girls don't cry. Um. Yeah, yeah. Real men. I had don't. a um, sorry. Go on. No, you're okay. I I had a spiel about that when I was 12 years old, going through a very tough time, and like I thought I had to stay strong, and like that did not happen, of course. So I mm-hmm. kind of, but like I I still bottled bottled everything up, but it just came out in more negative ways. So I think the yeah. more you cry, the better. The more you talk about it, the better. So yeah, I totally relate to that. Yeah, but that is like an internalized thing for me too, like being told that men don't cry, like part of that, like realistically, like logically in my head, like I'm like, this is a healthy release of emotion, like mm-hmm. you should cry more. And then my, like my body is like, no, don't cry. Keep it in. <laughs> Your body's like, like, calling with a chance of meatballs. <laughs> um the police officer is like, get back in there, tear. And he like sucks the tear back into his eye. Your, your body's just like. <laughs> <laughs> your body's like, don't let them in. Don't let them see. Be the good John we always had to be. <laughs> you make them up. But, and then for Highway 20 Ride, like, it's about like a divorced dad, like going back and forth. And I actually just wrote a paper on this i had to do a music tapestry about songs from important parts of my life and i included this song um because it's the song that i associate with having a relationship with my father again because like growing up when from like age seven until like junior high um simon and i didn't really see our dad all that much maybe like a handful of times a year um just mainly raised by our mom and then my dad got his current girlfriend who he's been with for like nine ten years now like they've been together a long time um and 
being someone who has been a daycare provider for like 25 years, she was like, like you should have a relationship with your kids. So then she kind of like spearheaded having him like reach out to us and like spending more time with him. So like that song, I really, really like attribute to having a greater relationship, like a greater relationship with my dad. And it's like the type of relationship that I would like to have with my kids one day, being able to be like close to them, show them like, give them a positive role model, someone to, someone to like look up to someone to be in the world. Oh, there we go. I was muted. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> I just killed the whole vibe there, but yeah, that was, that was beautiful. Um, my, yeah. Uh, highway 20 ride actually made me cry when I first listened to it. Cause I got that exact emotion. My, um, my parents are both, married together but all of my siblings their parents are divorced because my parents had to divorce other people to come together of course but mm, um okay not like that was the reason but i just in order of operation you know so yeah um yeah so all like i grew up in a in a very blended house where like i heard <clears throat> from one side being my mom's kids like they they were pretty chill because like you know, their dad still lived in town. So it just, it wasn't like a weird thing for them. Like we hang out with him all the time actually. And then like, but on my dad's side, it was a very different vibe. Like at this point, they don't even talk to their mom, but um, like the, the amount of work that my dad had to go through to like even see them, like, cause it was like a, every other weekend, very strict kind of thing. And he had to go get them from like 15 towns over or whatever. And um, mm -hmm. so it, I grew up thinking like, this is uncomfortable because like my sister, she would like always kind of let her emotions out about the fact that her parents are not together and mine are. And, um, you know, maybe that was a little bit of a guilt trip, but it like, I, I feel for her, like that's a very incredibly, um, traumatic thing to go through. And mm -hmm. you're like, especially when you're like at six years old, like you do not understand what's going on. Like, yeah, why, I actually, why, I actually yeah, why can't story about that? Um, once you're done with yours, <laughs> okay, yeah, like I, all I was gonna say is like, why can't people just like love each other? And also, it reminds me of another AJR song, actually. Um, you should listen to My Play by AJR because, because <sighs> okay. I, I think they've definitely gone through that same situation, and that's what that song is kind of about. So, you should listen to it, it'll make you cry, but it's beautiful, yeah, it's one of the newer ones. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> um, so when, like, like I said, when our parents got divorced, like Simon and I were six, and I remember like them telling us, and like, I can't remember if it was both Simon and me or, um, just me like going into our kindergarten class and being like, my parents are getting a divorce, and like the oh, other kids are like, oh, what does that mean? And like, is it means that they're not gonna be married anymore, and they're gonna like see different people, and like. Being six-year-olds, they're like, oh, cool. I do not remember that. I love that. awkward thing. I mean, you were too busy breaking your arm twice. Okay, you're right. Oh, my gosh. I mean, yeah, with my family. My parents have been together forever and most of my family, at least like the family in America, 
they haven't gone through a lot of like family conflict where like very close a couple of my aunts and uncles have been divorced but yeah as a child i didn't really understand it until now because i just it just wasn't a part of my life also i've been thinking during this whole talk after simon said he's cried like two to three times a year <laughs> i was like oh my gosh because of course i was raised like that too i lived on a farm don't think i ever saw my dad cry but now that after college i cry once a week i cry oh my gosh exactly oh my i'm so oh proud of you I, I cried at the end of School of Rock with Jack Black. <laughs> I legitimately cried. I was like, oh, he knows those students so well, and they're all so happy, and his performance is great. Like, I legitimately cried at the end of School of Rock, and like you said, two to three times a year, it's like, I cry like two to three times a week. <laughs> oh, my yeah. Gosh. yeah. Like, I've definitely cried in front of my students before like several times i've come close yeah but <laughs> even though i've never seen my dad cry i don't think i have like i have probably, like internalized that so yeah, yeah. the only probably time i've seen full of times that i've seen my dad cry yeah i've only seen him cry one time and it was when uh one of his uh when he had to put down one of his dogs oh. <laughs> it was a really rough day <laughs> yeah. um yeah so, crying, healthy. Yes. <laughs> crying, healthy. <laughs> crying, healthy. I just wanted to tie that in. <laughs> I, mean, I know that you'll Manly. have pretty similar relations with, you know, my two songs about Popcorn Simon. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with that, with, like, everything you said, obviously, growing up in the exact same house with the exact same father. Um <laughs> <laughs> Wow, imagine. <laughs> I know that might be hard to grasp, but like, yeah, like, especially like Highway 20 Ride. Um, I have the exact same, uh, the exact same relationship. It makes me think of like John already brought this up, but like growing up, we didn't really have much time with, with my father. And I'm not casting any blame when I'm saying that. I'm just strip saying like, Growing up, I did not get to spend as much time with my dad as I wanted to. Mm -hmm. And so, like, that song, like, kind of makes me wistful, like, kind of makes me jealous of people that got to, like, whose parents didn't get divorced. But then at the same time, like, I know that it was better for both of them to have gotten a divorce. And it just, it made it so that I could be the person that I wanted to be as well. Mm-hmm. Like, I would not be who I am today had they not been divorced. So, like, as much as, like, I can, like, lament what happened, I still, like, you can't I still wouldn't. what we got out of it. Yeah. And I, nothing is going to change. So, like, I can, I just do my best to just be grateful for what I've experienced. Yeah. Well, I that's really, great. You're I great. That. So like like I said, my parents are both with different people that they absolutely love and are wonderful to them. Um but the re the way that they met 
both of those people that they're with is because my sister open enrolled in Cass in high school just outside of Rochester to play hockey there because the hockey program in Wasika was not doing her any benefits. So she open enrolled for like 45 minutes away and both of my parents found the people that they are with now because she wanted to play hockey in a better program in high school. Wow. <laughs> Which it's like, it's crazy how that can happen. Mm-hmm. Like just the littlest thing can be completely life-changing for mm-hmm. entire families. Yeah, definitely. Shout out to JC. <laughs> we can we can plug our socials at the end. No, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, uh, popcorn. Popcorn Matt. You better popcorn Matt, yeah. Yeah, I guess I should talk about my songs now. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm popcorning you for because you already <laughs> talked about your opinions on mine. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I'm glad you clarified. Because you're a sheeple <laughs> and you don't have opinions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I I'm gonna knock two out. I have a bonus one. So, at the time of putting these lists together, like um, Weezer had just come out with a new single of their new album, which has since come out. I thought we'd be recording this before it came out, but here we are. Um, so, <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, we only had like a week window before it was going to come out anyway, so no harm, no foul. So, uh, yeah, the bonus song is All My Favorite Songs by Weezer, which um, their new album, OK Human, really takes a huge tone shift where um, it talks a lot about mental health and depression and um, like Rivers Cuomo's, um, like his relationship with his family and... um, because he's dealt with he's dealt with this all his life, and a lot of people don't really know that. But um, that's why there's a big tone shift in their music after like their second or third album, where it goes from being sad about everything to being happy about everything. <laughs> because <laughs> like um, it just he kind of he had to go inside himself for a little while and like take a break and really discover happiness again and so that that's kind of but he finally he finally came out with an album that really reflects on his true emotions and i love that so um Mm -hmm. the whole the whole like the tag is all my favorite songs are slow and sad and that's Mm -hmm. gonna be my whole theme today (laughs) Um, (laughs) (laughs) the same way that all of mark's songs are like upbeat was sad (laughs) upbeat but depressing all of your favorite songs are slow and sad Yep. And I, I did notice that too. I'm like, this is such a Mark vibe, <laughs> but um, yeah. So the, the, that's the whole theme of the album. Really. Um, there's a line in here. Like I like spacing out when somebody talks that happens a lot. And that could be like a ADD thing too. I haven't really been diagnosed, but it's probably there. <laughs> um, it's like me and anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> I feel that too. Um, I love parties, but I don't go. Then I feel bad when I stay home. Um, cause I need a friend when I take a walk. Yeah. All that, all that stuff like that, that is, uh, Oh, I fall in love with everyone who hates me. Like I have a tendency to try to appease everybody, even though I know that's impossible. And especially like people who I know actively don't really like me, but like, I really, I really try to like put myself out there and really like find something for people to enjoy or find something that I will like about them. And I try to 
look at that's my how I look at the positive in people and it's a healthy and unhealthy thing at the same time so there are a lot of layers in this song to really relate to and that's why Weezer is like one of my favorite bands because I I relate to Rivers so much he he has a theme of like <clears throat> all his music if you don't listen to it enough it um has a common theme of like adolescence and I'm mm-hmm. I feel like we're kind of always at a constant state of feeling like we're slight slightly younger than we really are like as mark mentioned with the silver up thing where we're growing up but we don't really feel like we are like i am a professional teacher but i still don't really feel like a professional oh, teacher definitely not me neither <laughs> Isn't it, it's such a weird thing right like you're all of a sudden you're put in this position that like a lot of people like champion and put on a pedestal where like but i still have all these like underlying issues that i try to leave at the door for my students sake sometimes it shows through and they know it but um it like so like teachers aren't the superheroes that they think that we think they are when you become one and that that's like something that i've been really conscious of since i started teaching and you know it's it uh so yeah growing up is kind of a weird vibe because i still i still feel like almost like one of them almost like i i'm still kind of discovering myself still kind of discovering how to like exist but also working with other adults who are like at a different point in their life and then i kind of feel like oh maybe i want to level playing field with them that's how they perceive me but i that's not how i perceive myself and that that's such a tangent from that song but um that's <laughs> yeah <laughs> that <clears throat> um that that is a more of a Weezer thing in general, but so my actual number five is "Victory" by the Abbott Brothers. Uh, unless anybody has anything they want to add about that Weezer song, um, I didn't realize that it was one of their um, that it was like a song off of their newest album. Oh, um, until like a week and a half or two weeks ago, because um, one of my roommates, Kyle, shout out to Kyle, um, was like, "Oh yeah, this the new Weezer album came out came out," and um. It's like I'm gonna play it on the TV before we go to Rittercore, which is our men's choir. Mm-hmm. And it, the first thing was, "All oh, my favorite songs are slow and sad." I'm like, Wait, this is wait. I, I know this. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, it did not yeah. take me long to relate to it. <laughs> yeah, I was today years old when I found that out. Uh, oh. I was also <laughs> years old. Well, welcome to today. Yeah. <laughs> Thank yeah, you. I don't listen to, to Weezer as much as I as much as I should. Like they're a band that I enjoy listening to like when I hear them, but I like never go out of my way to to listen to them. I don't know why. I just I just don't. It's something that I would like to change and just listen to more of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. There's a lot to explore there cuz they come out with an album pretty frequently. Like they have another one coming out in May, so <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Man, that oh. is riffing over there. I also want to talk about these first two lines a little bit <clears throat> in sure. my own life. All my favorite songs are slow and sad. All my favorite people make me mad as I get older. Like in college, I was like that ray of sunshine. Like, oh my gosh, Mark, you make me so happy because you're always so happy, blah, blah. And now that I'm in my adult life, I'm growing into that grumpy old man who like seeks mm-hmm. out things and whenever i hear like my co-teachers being like oh good morning like there is one teacher that just comes in every day and i'm at school at like seven o'clock and then 
She walks in the door and I can already hear her saying in her extremely high voice, like, good morning, how are you doing today? Like people <laughs> across the school. And I'm like, she better not come past my room because I have not had enough coffee to deal with her right now. <laughs> and then there's you. people like in the lunchroom, like our counselor who's like, oh, how are you doing today? Well, that's great. Like everything's great right now. It's like, oh, it's not. We're in the middle of pandemic. Things are <laughs> Right now, like, life sucks right now. Why Things suck. Shut up. Yeah. So yeah. all of these pos- like people who are like overly positive are just making me mad right now. It's Agreed. Like, come on, just like be. It's okay to be a little negative sometimes. And honestly, I have probably been getting a little too negative. <laughs> and the thing that's made me happy, it's been very recent, was like when my COVID symptoms started to go away because. <clears throat> I was a little more positive toward the end of it. It's like, oh, yes, I can. I'm so excited to like do the things that I was prevented from doing, like walking out of the house. I was excited just to do that. And I was excited that I could sit up without coughing or I could like make a sandwich and taste it and smell it. I was like, man, I need to like be a little more happy, for, happier and grateful for all these things. But then I got to school. (laughs) When I got to school, my choir, we've been in person like all the time. My choir had three students and they're like students who are not really involved in music besides choir. So they're a little bit more shy. And I was like, there's so many kids virtual because of close contacts. Like, we're just not going to rehearse. And like hybrid teaching is just so tough and it brought me right back into that old mindset like, <laughs> oh wait now i remember why i was so grumpy because things are so crappy <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yes the story had a happy ending i'm grumpy again <laughs> i mean i am really grateful for like not having covid right now like i'm sitting up and i'm talking and you've barely heard me cough because when i had covid i was coughing every couple of seconds yeah you yeah. were like, so I, I'm a little grateful, but I'm also still grumpy. And there's a good balance of that. But yeah, Weezer's yeah. saying about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I I have to agree with that. Like, except it for me, this shift happened sooner. Like, I was like the happy-go-lucky, like super smiley, like how are you? And I'm still kind of like that, mm-hmm. at least like publicly. But then, like, I'll just like. Sometimes I'll just like get back into my room and I'll just like these negative thoughts about people that like didn't even affect me at all. I'm just like I'm just like grumbling to myself. It's like how oh, that like, person exists. It's like this like legitimately had like no real effect on my life, but it's just it's just me just like wanting to complain. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I've made some of my best friends. It's like, hey, I need to complain to you about something. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. oh my gosh, I need to complain about that exact same person. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's about the extent of what I want to say. Oh, on that. <laughs> oh yes. Totally relatable. All right. Yeah, I'll say that I'm, I've also gotten grumpier. I, <laughs> I, I always, I'm, I'm usually like smiley happy, but like in my head, like especially and it also helps it's the one good thing about masks 
when yes. you can hide yeah. how, just how angry you are at someone just like yeah. looking at them you, they can't see you like mouthing like oh my god i'm gonna kill you right now <laughs> like, <laughs> just like thinly just thinly hidden rage <laughs> like I love not having to fake smile just like, like just, i can walk by someone they're like he might be smiling i don't know it's like just, i'm not just give like, people the smize. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I'm like I'm a teapot that's been like sitting on boil on your stovetop for the last like 17 minutes. And you're just oh, and you're just waiting until someone tips you over and pours you out. Yeah. yeah. I'm waiting for the heat to get so high that the entire teapot shatters in. <laughs> Relatable. I, I have luckily I have not reached that point yet because I'm like oh I don't want people to think negative of negatively of me yeah that's like, the other could, thing like, if, if you could see me I'd be doing like the the thing where you like you put the tips of your fingers together and like the finger gun thing <laughs> if you have any idea what I'm talking about yeah I know what finger where, gun where, where it's like wait where it's like it's like the uwu, like I just want to be. Oh, oh, like, oh, like, yeah. index the, index like the, the pouty, the pouty. Yes, yes. Oh, yeah, mm, yes, I think like, I get it. Uwu, Mister, can I have some <laughs> happiness, please? <laughs> like a god, I hate this person. But the other thing, <laughs> the other thing that you're saying, where you were like, oh, I can just hear that voice. It just makes me think of, um, think of Hain family reunions, because like. <laughs> All of my aunts have like the exact same oh like, high pitched, yes. like nasally yeah. grating voice. Mm -hmm. And my aunts are also like the only people in my life that call me Johnny. Um, when I was born, my parents actually wanted to name me Jack, and then they um tried naming me John, so the nickname Jack would so they could give me the nickname Jack, kind of like JFK. Um, mm -hmm. but never stop. Yeah, never stuck. Like they gave up after like two months. <laughs> um, like my um, your dreams, kids. Yeah, and so all my anytime like I walk in because my aunts are the only people to call me Johnny. I can just hear this. Oh hi, Johnny! <laughs> like I can hear it in my head when I'm like, oh, we're having a hand get together, and I'm like, oh good, I'll put in some earplugs. <laughs> and Let's just say our, our aunts are all like very like oh, kind, lovely people. Yes. Oh yeah, they're, they're all amazing people. Um, but it's a it's a joke among our family, like how all of our aunts have like the same, um, <laughs> have all the same <laughs> voice. Like we, um, one of our cousins. Yep, I was waiting for this. Best friend, um, <laughs> one of our best friends of a cousin. Um, his name is Ian. Which, if you can imagine that voice with the name Ian, my mom at one point said. They literally named their son the <laughs> worst name they could have given with their voice. Because we'd be like, she knows he's in his basement playing video games, and we could just hear our Aunt Mary. Shout out to Ian and our Aunt Mary. Just hear our Aunt Mary. We'll plug our socials. Yeah. And it's like, even with him now, like if we're just hanging out with him, like we'll say his name like that. And he's like, oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, they're all wonderful people. But saying like, "Oh, I can just hear the voice already." That just that's just what that made me think mm. of right away. <laughs> I'm gonna rock through my uh, my actual number five song yeah. real quick. Yeah. Okay, so um, "Victory" by the Avid Brothers. Also, a newer one came out in like uh, probably 
July. There we go. This is right in front of me. <laughs> um, <laughs> so this song, uh, I, at reading through the lyrics and kind of like analyzing it, I didn't realize there was a whole other layer that um, you don't really think about when you listen to it. But so on the surface level, it, you know, it deals with, you know, mental health. Like there's a line in there. I don't see the bright side quite as clear. And that that's a real thing for a lot of us. I'm sure I, I mean, I do see the bright side, but it's not all the time, you know, like, mm-hmm. um, yeah, we all just talked about that for a very long time. We did. <laughs> oh my God. They go hand yeah. in hand. Wow. <laughs> it's all full circle. <laughs> Look at that. So, um, Oh, another line in there. Am I sad or am I sick? Where what's the root of it? Like, we also kind of talked about that. Like, what is the root of it? It's so hard. Mental health is not like physical health where, like, you can see the problem. There is like, – your brain just works in a weird way. You you do not know what's going on up there ever. So <laughs> it can just take a turn for the worse on a flip of a switch, you know. So it – um, like, am I, am I actually sad or is this just like a mental illness thing? Like, I don't know sometimes, but – um. And sometimes that actual sadness can affect that other half. So it, those really go hand in hand. Um, so it, the chorus talks about, oh, oh, I want to talk about the bridge before. So worries on all sides <laughs> of my mind and silence, my darkness is denied. So that kind of talks about like, have that conversation. I mean, we've been, we've been over that. Yeah. Um, worries on all sides of my mind. Yeah, that's the real thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. I've just cost like my, the past month because of, the nature of how things have been the past year. Like obviously my coworkers are very stressed about the situation, especially coming coming back in person. Like what is that going to look like in the music classroom? How are we going to navigate that? And, you know, it's like the, all the negativity has kind of rubbed off on me as best I try to, you know, push it away, but it just, you know, it, like we're kind of trying to find perspective and see the positive in it now. So, but, um, yeah, so that's a real thing. But the chorus kind of talks about, you know, um, <clears throat> kind of like a embodying like that that positive moment, like laying in the grass and like looking up at the sun. Like that's a nice memory. But um, they there's another layer that I didn't know that they were talking about. And they kind of the part where like to match eternal light, which how I with how I led my life. Of course, mm-hmm. I was forced to retreat with from victory. I accept defeat, and that's actually talking about the. Uh, kind of uh, like not necessarily a departure, but like kind of a separation from their religious side, which I did not think about. But um, I also, so with that layer in mind, I kind of do relate because there was a long time in my life where I had kind of rejected religion because I was angry about things. And then I, you know, yeah. <laughs> just, just that description about description. <laughs> I religion because I was angry about things. <laughs> well, something really traumatic happened a long time ago, and yeah. like, I wondered why why that happened. Like, if this is God's plan, like why am why am I even worshiping Him? You know. So, and I'm sure we can all relate to that. Yeah. But it, um, you know, so it took me a long time to really get back on that train even though I was going to church actively for a long time after that thing had happened, I didn't do it for six months, but um, you know, I explored different denominations and I explored like what, how can I do my faith journey the way I want to? And I, I was constantly surrounded by a lot of people who were very against religion. So that kind of also affected mm-hmm. my, my view of it. And then a, a switch kind of flipped 
like towards the end of college and I kind of realized like I can have that spiritual side and it really, it really pulled me out of some heavy stuff. So it, you know, I like, obviously their perspective is, you know, scrutiny from their, you know, probably their fans and the church and stuff like you, you should embody how we want you to. And, you know, nobody was doing that to me, but I kind of just needed to discover that on my own. So, Mm -hmm. you know, that, that's kind of my spiel on uh, religion. Yeah, I was actually going to say the same thing about, well, not about religion, but about the, from victory, I tried to match eternal light with how I live in my life, because, like, that's how, like, I wanted to, like, be growing up, and then, right. like, with the last verse, or not, or with a chorus, how it it's just followed by, of course, I was forced to retreat from victory, I accept defeat, and it just kind of gives me this, like, kind of reaffirms, like, you're not going to win every battle. You're not going to do everything that you're going to want to do. So, like, although you want to, like, do your best to, like, live life perfectly, like, it's not going to happen. And just, like, don't hold yourself to such high uh, expectations. Yeah, you said that really well. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, usually with Avid Brothers, I just like enjoy the vibe, and sometimes I don't listen too much to the lyrics, but I got a lot out of what both of you just said. But <clears throat> one word that really stands out to me, because when I think of this song, obviously I think of the refrain, from victory, yeah. I accept defeat. And the word that I've been thinking about a lot, especially while you guys were talking, is acceptance like i accept defeat and like just like mm-hmm. yeah. all right well like simon said you've got all these <laughs> visions of like amazing things that you're going to do but sometimes you just have to accept what you have right now exactly yeah wow that's another layer of the song i actually forgot to mention but thank you <laughs> yeah, welcome. so um if you consent to a drop drop kick is that accepting defeat Uh, (laughs) dad jokes (laughs) (laughs) oh no it took me so long to get that oh yeah (laughs) actually with defeat like every time I would listen to it it actually made me upset because I the more and more I listen to this song I would always think of defeat like it's Mort from Madagascar talking about King Julian's feet. <laughs> Every time I would like, kind of like smirk and be like, no, like this is not what I want to associate with this with this song. <laughs> but yeah, I will say like there have been events in my life that have like tested my faith and um Matt, where you were talking about how you have been surrounded by people that kind of like rejected religion. It's fun because my room, I believe, is comprised, to the best of my knowledge, um, of an atheist and agnostic. I'm a Catholic. And then my roommate is actually majoring in religion and is going to be going to seminary next year. So we have like a broad spectrum of, of, of like of like some sorts of faiths where four of us don't line up, but actually three of us started out Catholic 
and I'm the only one still Catholic. Oh. <laughs> I Everybody's made a joke a about Catholic. that to another one of my friends earlier, a different a different religion major that is not my roommate, where I was like, that's right, because um, we're in Lent right now. I was like, that's right, I'm a proud Catholic. I don't eat meat on Fridays, and I hate theses. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> So shout out to Martin Luther again. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this this song I've really enjoyed listening to. Like even if it wasn't me, like sometimes I would actually listen to the songs and be like, God, this is so deep and like would make me just think about my life. But the other times, like when I was in happier moods listening to this, it just honestly actually made me think of simon because the song is so simplistic with it just having like acoustic guitar and singing um but with it being um with it being brothers singing a duet i've sung more than my fair share of duets with simon um so i was like we'll get into that uh, yeah i was like this is a song that we can easily sing together like this would make me very happy to learn this and yes sing all the avid brothers please yeah, yeah, please. I'll, I'll listen to nothing but Avid Brothers and Simon. I will cover all of their albums. Great, perfect. <laughs> so, a lot of songs. so this this is this um this comes from the album The Third Gleam. Are the previous albums the first and the second Gleam, or is that just unrelated? Oh yeah, yeah. So um, I mean they have many other albums, but they're uh they do have the first and second Gleam, but those didn't come out until like mid 2000s so this is the first gleam we've had in quite some time okay where like yeah most of their albums have been like had like a full band or like semi more produced or like Mm -hmm. different production in general and this like when they do the gleam series it's like a really stripped back sound just like what you hear on victory it's like when johnny cash would do his like great american sound book whatever it was called where he would just cover songs yeah like when he like that's where his cover of hurt comes from was doing that because i think he did like six of those near the end of his career the end of his life where he would just sing a bunch of songs and it would just be him singing in guitar where they would strip back everything else and i love that i love the simplistic sound like that like Mm -hmm. just a person in a single instrument is just there's something beautiful about it yeah it it feels really like personal yeah Right. So um, round, about, round, round about back to the top and go to our number four songs. Yes, yeah. let's, let's do it. So at number four, we have Simon. Yes. So my number, my number four that I would that I chose was um, "Danny Boy," like the traditional Irish song, and like John and I are both like thirty percent Irish, and our hometown has like an Irish festival the weekend before. For St. Patrick's Day every year, or if like St. Patrick's Day ends up being on that weekend, then they have it that weekend. So, like, this was a song that I heard a lot of times. And there's also a um there's also like a setting that was like a funeral departure song that goes to the tune of Danny Boy that our church would sometimes do. So, like, I really knew this tune and I just I just loved it. I just always loved it. And then last year, um, when my choir went on the Northeast uh, choir tour, 
and I got to sing in Carnegie Hall, Danny Boy was one of those songs. So it like it really brought it full circle that like I got to sing the song that's been so important in my life and like so meaningful in my life in what is arguably the greatest performance space or the the performance space that has the most legacy in the United States. Like it just it just meant a lot to me. It's just like I've always loved the song and I was so happy to like finally get to sing a choral rendition of it. Hmm. Beautiful. Wow. <clears throat> yeah, um this song over the last year or so it's had a big spot in my heart because we were preparing it for the master singers, my professional choir that I sing with in Eau Claire. And it's always been a beautiful song. Like it's been part of my life since I probably first heard it in elementary school. And then I've probably even performed it like as a choral arrangement before master singers, but we were preparing it and we would have, we would have sang it like around St. Patrick's day. Mm-hmm. And so we were rehearsing it and it's this beautiful choral arrangement that goes into eight parts. And mm-hmm. I think this is still my first year in, it was still my first year in Master Singers because I've only been in it for one year because of the pandemic now. And so it was my first year like singing with this professional choir and everyone around me is amazing. It's like 40 people that are like 70 years old and some young people too. But they're all like extremely good singers. So we were able to put together a really beautiful sound and I was like so excited to perform it. And then... The week of the concert is when all the quarantine started happening and oh, we didn't yeah. get to perform it. So I was like, oh, I was so excited to do this version of Danny Boy, like in rehearsals, it's like moving me. So once we get to share this with an audience, especially around St. Patrick's Day, like a celebration of Irish culture, that's so great that we get to sing this. And so, yeah, it does bring back memories of like the master singers, which I mean, I haven't been able to sing with a choir all year. And that's one of the biggest parts of my life is singing with choirs. So Danny boy definitely brought me back to that time of being in a choir and not only a choir, but like a professional choir. Mm -hmm. I also really like the Muppet version of this song. (laughs) Oh yes. We have Swedish chef animal and beaker. (laughs) (laughs) That's another thing I think of with Danny boy. Didn't they? Didn't uh? Didn't they play that for campers at music camp? I probably did. I play it for everyone. Yeah, <laughs> they probably did. <laughs> oh, Danny boy! Oh, Danny boy! <laughs> you see, I was <laughs> I was fortunate enough that I actually got to <laughs> um, I got to sing it. Uh, our tour was like a month before everything started closing down. So it was like one of the last things I got to do before COVID mm-hmm. uh, struck and did all of its uh, horrors. So like, that's another thing I think of. It's like the last time that I got to like sing, like with a choir, like actually like next to people and like St. Wolf choir, like we hold hands while we're singing 
So it's like, that was like, singing the song was one of the last times I got to hold hands with people while singing. And it's just like, those, uh, those like memories that I just, I just can't wait until we can get back to them again. Oh, absolutely. Oh, that'll be good. Yeah. Danny Boy is always... Sorry, no, you go ahead. Oh, you. Okay. I just wanted to say, like, it, it must carry a lot of weight, especially, like, that being one of your last things that you could do before quarantine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, my, one of my memories, of course, before quarantine was uh, going to a concert, or a couple, actually, and going to a, um, a Wolves game. So, you oh. know, the day, the day we can get, get to do that again, like, that'll be, that'll be cool. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. All, all live things. Gonna oh, be exciting yeah. to do those again. Yep. Yeah. I got to see um 80s town on on Broadway in New York oh. about a week before everything shut down. Wow. Man, so I've seen having... such a crappy version of it on YouTube <laughs> and it's still my <laughs> Yeah. So having that is like my last like one of my last like live performances that I got to see, I'm extremely grateful for because it was like the week after that, that the entirety of Broadway shut down and it, mm-hmm. it's still shut down. Um, yeah. Because of the fear of COVID, um, like we didn't get to like meet the cast and like mm-hmm. and like, like get autographs for that show. They were keeping them safe. Um, one of my friends went to Book of Mormon. They didn't have the same precautions. So he has a playbill like signed by the, the cast wow. of the Book of Mormon. That's wow. So cool. Um, my 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 good old friend Cookie, um, <laughs> Cookie. Yeah, his last name is Cooker, but my friend Elijah, um, called him Cookie once, and he was like, "Never call me that again." <laughs> so now it's stuck his his nickname. Yeah, so I, I love that. I, so I call him. So occasionally I call him Cookie, and I change his name in Snapchat <laughs> to that. Um, Shout out but, to Cookie. Shout out to Cookie. We'll, we'll um, plug cl- Cookie socials. No, we're, <laughs> we're going to have to keep track of all the socials. Oh, for, for Danny Boy specifically, like, I have those same memories as Simon did where we would have all of those Irish events. Um, but I also, it's one song that I, once I started studying music therapy, it was one of the, it was a song that I learned pretty, um, pretty early on. Um, out of like the daily ukulele book. Um, oh, and more like you could daily. I mean, <laughs> also works. <laughs> um, but um, I love I love playing it. Like it is cathartic for me to play that. Um, Simon and I have a recording of it on Facebook of the two of us singing it as one of our songs that we recorded during quarantine. Um. Because the harmonies for that song can just be beautiful and can add an entire another layer on top of like the sorrow and the wistfulness of it. Um, but even recently, um, just a couple of weeks ago, Simon and I um, lost one of our uncles mm-hmm. who was extremely, extremely Irish and extremely proud to be Irish. Like even uh-huh. his, like his PlayStation. Um, like his PlayStation name was Irish Dog, um, but I sang for his funeral um, two weeks ago yesterday, and 
Fanny Boy was the prelude, and then the funeral one that Simon was talking about, which is called "O Loving God," that is set to the tune of that, were both part of the songs at his funeral. So, wow, it created an even deeper meaning to it, mm-hmm. being able to sing and listen to those songs, and it's one of the, it's one of like the things that we've gained because of how long it took us to record this podcast that it gives me more deeper meaning mm-hmm. to this song and to other songs on here that you never know like when the importance of a song for you is going to shift. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, I meant to ask, uh, or I meant to, yeah, uh, it was, Mark, you were the one that was talking about singing in the choir, right? Yes, that's me. Um, <laughs> which which um, arrangement did you sing? Because we were singing the Joseph Flummerfelt, which that's is exactly what it was. It was it really? Yes, it was. Oh my um, god! Oh, gorgeous bass too. We get to go down low east. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. It is. Yeah, uh, perfect. Pitch. <laughs> it's always really weird because, like, the entirety of the time that like I've known Mark. I've always like envisioned you as like a tenor and not a bass. Everyone I, does. Yeah. I, I Other choir directors are like, you, you're a tenor. Like, I guess I just have a brighter voice. And sometimes I can hit tenor notes. I mean, my my voice, my singing voice is kind of gone because of COVID. I mean, yeah. it's going to yeah. be a while before it's back. But I can, I can sing some pretty strong tenor notes sometimes. But I also have the bass notes, too. Mm-hmm. I was today years old when I found out that Mark is not a tenor. <laughs> well, then clearly you're not listening to the podcast. <laughs> talked about it in the. It's okay. The I haven't been listening episode. to the podcast either. <laughs> it was my top podcast of 2020. Yeah, it was. Woo! By that Aww, point, I had only cute. listened to the first like four episodes of it. <laughs> well, shout out to John <laughs> for listening to the podcast. Yep. Yeah. Good job, John. Oh Yay. Gosh. All right. I'm yeah. trying to navigate my cat off of my lap because I think she's all out. <laughs> okay. She might be purring into the mic. But oh, that's okay. It'll no, add to the get out of here, Cranberry. Shoot. Okay, <laughs> Do we have anything else to say about Danny Boy or should we? Let's rock Mark's uh, song. I'm really yeah. excited about this. Oh, song. yes. Another AJR song. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> off a of Neo Theater. And Matt, did we we probably saw it live because we saw AJR live. Me and Matt did. It was terrific. Yeah, wow, cool. Concert I've ever gone so to. Good. Oh, okay. Not the greatest. Yeah, the greatest. Okay, but the song is called "Don't Throw Out My Legos." On our list, someone put "Don't put Don't Throw Put My Legos." You did oh, that. That's, that's the way you that you listed that. it when you first sent the list to our, <laughs> our Facebook. That's that's probably, it. and it's like, not don't throw put my Legos. It's don't throw <laughs> out my Legos. And honestly, first time I saw the name of the song, I thought it was kind of silly. It's like, <laughs> Legos, yeah. what? Even the, but, like, the audio of it starts out kind of silly, too. Mm-hmm. I guess it kind of does. They do a lot of things with their production. And if you're interested, one of the members, Ryan, he does a lot of videos on like how they put together these songs. Like how they take this trumpet sound and they like morph it a little bit and they're like, oh, we oh, did this, cool. thing this person. Yeah, they have like videos about the production. It's like, oh, this is what we do. And because they do a lot of different things, a lot of unique things with their songs, especially this one, because like at the refrain, it gets a little bit more tender and yeah, 
a little more stripped back. And it's like, oh, oh, wow, this is a moment. But yeah, it sounds like a silly song. It's like, don't throw out my Legos. <laughs> what, what is this about? <laughs> but then you listen to it and it's like, oh, oh, that does have a really deep meaning. And once again, it's a lot like Sober Up. It's all about growing up. Mm-hmm. Like, I think, I think the first line of the song, I'm doing this from memory, is like, my new address is hard to remember. So I wrote it on the back of my hand. And he's basically yeah. singing about like the first time that he's lived in an apartment. And that's, that's intense. The first time you move out, move away from your parents. Cause that's kind of what it's about is yeah. leaving your parents' house and going and living on your own. Yeah. And then like the refrain is about, they're pretty much cleaning out the house. Like, Oh, Mark looks like you're not going to be living in here. So we can throw these things out. And then all of a sudden it's like, wait, no, don't throw out my Legos though. Like yeah. what if, mm-hmm. Oh, Oh no, don't throw out my Legos. What if I can't let go? What if I come back home? Yeah. Yeah. Cause he's yeah. like, Oh, that's a piece of me. Like, don't throw that away. Like, what if I want to come back? Like, what if it's too hard out there? And honestly, that is what happens in a lot of people's lives. Like, Oh yeah. In yeah. high school or college, you're like, I want to go off and do amazing things far away from home. Like, I don't want to come back home. But so many people move back to, even living with their parents or just a lot closer mm-hmm. to their parents because they realize like the things aren't the way that I thought they would be. And I'm kind of going through that now. Cause I mm-hmm. live in Wisconsin, not around pretty much any friends or family. I mean, I'm closer to my family than I was in Duluth, but it's tough to be far away from home, not being able to just drive home and be like, hi mom, hi dad. So it's, oh man, such a relatable thing. Like you don't want to let go of your childhood and you're like, well, maybe I'm going to come back to it. So I'm, I'm not ready to throw out my childhood. And I've definitely been there. Like, like I said, this morning I scheduled a bunch of appointments and I did laundry and I ate a lot of Taco Bell. I ate a lot of Taco Bell, <laughs> but I'm doing all these grown up things, but I still want to grasp on to my childlike wonder and stuff like that Mm -hmm. yeah that's the biggest thing for me is like don't throw out my legos oh but the end of the refrain is what gets me the most can we keep can we keep my legos at home because i want to move out i don't want to move on like that line is what got to me the most i want to move out but i don't want to move on it's like oh oh yeah because you want to hang on to like what you had in the past Mm. all right Mm -hmm. one else talk <laughs> and you basically said everything I wanted to say. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, like you you can just tell how much the song means to you because of like how many different like how many different ideas this gave you. Mm-hmm. And like how many things that you could talk about with the words and with the music. It's just Yeah, you gave I think you gave an excellent, excellent like synopsis. synopsis. Oh, it's just a fun <laughs> song to listen to, like all the different things. Like the beginning is kind of like the instruments are hard, and then it gets to the oh no, don't throw out my Legos, and it's all stripped yeah. back. Oh, and then like oh, when it gets to the like one of the last times through the chorus, like as it slowly starts building its way back up, mm-hmm. like adding harmonies over it. 
Oh yeah. They, they do such like, I really recommend those videos where Ryan explains the production. Cause Matt, I think yeah. you've seen a couple of those, right? Oh yeah. His breakdown videos are phenomenal. He's so, oh, he's yeah. so, he's so fun when he does it too. It's like, Oh my gosh, guys, this is what we did. This is what we did. And then we're going to do that. He talks really, really fast. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's so like, I learned so much from like any video like that, but especially them because they do some kind of unique production things. And, um, mm-hmm. Sidebar from that, like last year when I had had a marching band, like they wanted to do an AJR show, and I'm like, we could totally do that because, like, don't throw throw my Legos would be sick on the field. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that will happen one day, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> um, as you were talking about that AJR song, I thought of another one that came out since we've been talking about making this podcast way less sad. Mm. Um, and I don't want to like go in too much about it, but I just, it made me think like that song, like is kind of embodying what we're all feeling right now. Like we're, we're at the point where we're getting through it. We're going through it. Like, you know, mm-hmm. things are not good, but like we're going through it. We're getting through it. We're, we're feeling slightly a little more like less on edge about everything. But yeah. Um, and for those yeah. who haven't heard it, like the main line in way less sad is like, I'm not happier, but I'm way less sad. And it's like, Oh yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. It's true. Yeah. We're getting through this. Yeah. So mm-hmm. anyway, yeah, but yeah. don't throw out my Legos. Good, good track. Yeah. I also <laughs> love that they chose Legos because it's like, oh, yeah. Like you remember the funnest toys that you played with. And Legos was Legos. one of them for me. But like <laughs> there's so many toys that were like a big part of your childhood. And it, it's just a piece of you. It's like, oh, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, so I like that they chose to do Legos. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I especially feel like Legos uh, in particular, just very like universal that a lot of people can like relate to them uh, specifically. Mm-hmm. And probably after hearing that song, people are like, oh, I want to play with my Legos again. Yeah, yeah, for real. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. All right. John, All right, let's throw out the Legos and go to John. All right, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we are um, going to rock number four from John now. Yeah, um... So for my number four, it's actually a, um, I included an entire album. There's one specific song that I really want to talk about in there, but the album is 12 AM thoughts. It's by one of my friends at Warburg, um, Angela Waterman, extremely talented. Um, yeah. Shout out to Angela. She was amazing. Shout out to Angela. She's actually a criminology major. She's not even a music major. Dang. She just makes music because she likes making music. Wow. And the entirety of the album is like, really deep introspective it's mm-hmm. called 12 a.m thoughts and it's seven songs about 20-ish minutes go listen to it on soundcloud like i'm gonna tell you go listen to it on soundcloud because it is very good and each name of the tracks just progress by each hour so it's called like 12 a.m 1 a.m 2 a.m 3 a.m um and it's basically like the thoughts of someone with that someone just thinks throughout their that entire night mm-hmm. and the one that i really want to talk about from that would be 5 a.m which if to remind you all um that's the one about the sunflowers yes that was my favorite one too um which is just beautiful because i've really only been friends with angela for like the last year year and a half um she auditioned successfully for pinnacle which is the student the student-led ensemble that i'm a part of um, and that's where I got to become friends with her. Um, she recorded that album 
um, a couple months after COVID hit. So it's still like less than a year old. Um, but basically the gist of the song, because I know that most people listening to, to this have not heard it. Um, it basically talks about how sunflowers, when um, when they can't find the sun, they'll turn toward each other to open up and try to um, brighten each other. Um, so the chorus of it is like, thank you for being my sunflower. And then near the end of that song, there's all these different voices that come in, including mine that say sunflower three times. Because I remember after a work shift, like, she, um, she messaged me. She's like, hey, can I get a video of you saying sunflower three times? And I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, obviously confused. Um, but, like, I sent it to her. And then when the, the album came out, I think Simon was, like, in my bedroom back at our home in Wasika. Um, playing like the Crash Bandicoot and Saint trilogy. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I kind of just like sat back in my bed and listened to the entirety of the twenty-five or like the twenty-ish minutes of that album. Like, God, like this is beautiful. And like, like God, can I help? Like, easing your, like easing in your suffering because you can tell like the amount of pain and like the just how genuine the lyrics are. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah like it's beautiful it's something that i love to listen to but i need to use soundcloud more often so i can <laughs> you know listen to it more mm -hmm. it's it's wonderful and like you should go to you should go to soundcloud and listen to it um angela is spelled with a j so it's a-n-j-e-l-a and then her last name is waterman which is literally spelled how it sounds water man <laughs> well, yeah. you can see john's uh soundcloud as one of the likes for angela it's funny because he's he's it's a picture of him wearing like saint patrick garb <laughs> <laughs> which um which was going back to danny boy um for like the little mini parade after the the catholic mass to start out that entire event on one of the years, they had me dress up as St. Patrick for that parade. So oh, I got wow. to walk dressed in, like, Catholic bishop garb oh. <laughs> down a couple <laughs> of blocks. Wow. But yeah, other people's other people's thoughts on that album or even All right, Popcorn Mark. <laughs> Popcorn um, Mark. Wow, yeah, it was a really intense beautiful album um i think i listened to it twice i think one time i might have just been lying down vibing in my room like most people haven't seen it but i've got these cool blue and white lights that i got around christmas and i just like laid down and listened to all of our introspective songs and then the second time i listened to it i was like out on a walk but both times it was just like i in my past, I haven't gone through like a lot of depression. Like I said, I was the sunshiny guy in college and high mm -hmm. school. I guess I did go through a little bit in like middle school and stuff because I was like quiet, but I came out of my shell and I was like, oh, life is happy. And now I'm starting to get there again. So some of the thoughts 
some of the 12 a.m. thoughts were a little bit more relatable. And I was like, oh, wow. I mean, like, it was just a lot of intense stuff. And then once I got to the sunflower, 5 a.m., right? Yeah. Yeah. I love that one because that one was also kind of a um, sense of positivity on the album. Like, oh, thanks for being my sunflower. And I also... (laughs) I never thought in my life I would ever go to like a sunflower field. And it's like, oh, okay, yeah, whatever. You have the pictures of you in that, in the sunflower field. Yeah. And it was just such a good time. Like Katie was going to visit me. Shout yeah. out to Katie. And Shout out to Katie. Oh, absolutely. We all she's love one, Katie. She's, yeah. She is one of our sunflowers. Like, she honestly. is a True. sunflower. <laughs> but before she was going to visit, she'd never been to Eau Claire before. And so we were trying to find things to do. And she like messaged me and was like, Oh, there's a sun. I was looking around for sunflowers here in Iowa and I found out there was one in Eau Claire. Could we go? And I was like, yeah, sure. And like, you don't do much. Like, usually they'd have like mazes and tours and stuff, but with COVID, it's just like, come look at our sunflowers. And I was like, mm, okay, that'll be fine. But it was actually <laughs> such a good time. Like, you could tell by our pictures, we had such a great time. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, listening to that song made me think of that because I don't, I don't really have a lot of friends in Eau Claire, so it just brought me back to a time where I was really happy to have someone here in Eau Claire, and it was just really fun to look at those sunflowers, and they were beautiful. And so, yeah, I had that picture in my head the whole time I was listening to this song. It was like, oh, sunflower, because they said sunflower quite a few times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I like the effect of like her getting a bunch of different people to say sunflower three times. It's like, super like, oh, cool. Okay. That does. I get really chills every time I hear it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. It might just be because I'm one of the people playing sun, like saying it. And I'm like, oh. Sunflower. Like, like, I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm, like, it's like, but like, I recognize so many of the voices because there are a lot of people that I'm friends with here at Warburg. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Very cool. And I'm sure Angela's listening right now so angela you wrote a very amazing album that really moved me keep keep doing music please it was beautiful absolutely yeah I all told right her at one of our rehearsals like yeah um i'm going to talk about this uh, i'm going to talk about introspective songs as part of a podcast and i included your music and she was like super gracious and she was like really touched that i was talking about it. i'm like it's beautiful it's amazing mm-hmm. music like Mm-hmm. And it's super introspective because it really, the whole album just makes you think about those times where you just have insomnia and oh, yeah. you just keep thinking about like all the different things and your brain just goes through so many like laps. Yeah. Aww. Like truly great work. Oh yeah. I can't wait to listen to it. What? <laughs> <laughs> Full disclosure, that's the one that I like slept on because I... In my brain, I counted five on that playlist, and I like, and then that I had one kind of number five, and you like didn't yeah. factor in. <laughs> yeah, so like I yeah, had to listen to it, good. but like the more you talk about it, the more I really want to, and we will for sure plug that one on um our social media as well. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. On, on our social media episode, yeah, yeah. we'll, we'll be going nothing... back to uh, this episode is going to be two parts because we're only through and we're getting close to the two-hour mark. So <laughs> we're going to come back and what talk you, about... What do you mean close? Three, two, two, one. Why not the two-hour, two Matt? Yeah. 
once we come back for the second one we can get matt's opinion <laughs> yeah 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 so that'll be that'll be good Whew. um oh yeah cool all right so um i, ha- I have a song can... yeah what, what's the okay. song all right cool so my number four is uh one i didn't think i'd be picking i i had kind of a tough time with a like a small portion of my list, but the the more I dug into this one, um, so it's Comfort Crowd by Conan Gray, and like Conan Gray, he came out, he kind of like emerged into my life a year ago. A student showed me his new album, and I'm like, oh, this is so good. And <clears throat> so, um, Conan Gray, Comfort Crowd, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> so Comfort Crowd, it um kind of opens the album, and it kind of hits home to me where like I. You probably all relate to this too. Like, you want you. There's nothing we want more than company, and company is mm-hmm. kind of comfort. And like, the so it kind of fills the void. And mm-hmm. despite that, even still, like I sometimes I still feel extremely empty when I, even when I'm hanging out with people. So it, it's kind mm-hmm. of a that's a weird. It's a weird feeling that depression really brings on in my life. Is I want to say especially so many times in that sentence. Holy cow. <laughs> um, but yeah, the uh, the chorus goes like, I just needed company now. Just needed someone around. I don't care what song we play or mess with make just company now. You know, it's kind of like, yeah. I just don't want to be alone. <laughs> and that's like been a lot of this year is being alone, which really sucks, especially working at home. You know, I can't even go to work right now. So getting out of the house is like, you know, honestly going to target, as I mentioned before on the, um, a couple episodes ago, but, Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, he talks about like, um, oh yeah. 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 So, (laughs) um, he'll be like waking up in tears as I lay upon your belly telling you I'm fine. I don't really need nobody, but they said through a sigh that I said that lie already. And I'm like, yeah, that's kind of true. Like I'm, I say that I'm fine a lot, but that really just means that like going through it. Like if I if I'm actually doing well, I will tell you. But like if I'm fine, no. <laughs> I'll say fine. I feel like I feel like fine is like the universal. Like I'm not great, but I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. So yeah, that that's pretty much the the whole song that um I relate to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like it's pretty. Like you talking about how like you can just be in crowds but like still depressed. Like I'm a I'm a pretty introverted person. So it's like that just makes me think like there are so many times where it's like I want to be alone, but then when I'm alone, I'm like I wanna talk like I wanna be with people, but then it's like I also am like so like scared of rejection i don't want to ask people because like even though i know it won't be personal if they say like no like i can't do anything like i'll still take it personally oh yeah oh yeah because it's like i just Mm -hmm. i like wanted a friend and like even though like it shouldn't be your responsibility to just like drop everything and be a friend like it's still like oh but i wish you could be there for me yeah yeah Yeah. Um, i will say that like i'm about the same way the way that I describe that Simon as being a social introvert where like you love being with people, but the moment like you hit that, like the moment you hit that point where like 
your capacity is filled you just need to get out <laughs> like, <laughs> like your your battery your social your social battery is completely depleted and by the point that you get to that you just need to get out of there as quickly as possible like oh i cannot like yeah it's been fun but i need to get out of here now yeah mm-hmm. see yeah i i know a lot of people like that that's not personally how i feel i it's more like i'm very extroverted and i like i hate not seeing people and i like having other humans give me the energy that i need but as of late because i've been so secluded like hanging out with people feels like a a foreign concept so when i'm doing it it almost feels like it almost feels like that like yeah i just Mm -hmm. need to like get back Mm -hmm. to my comfort zone of being alone 24 7 (laughs) yeah (laughs) or it could be or it could be something like I just have a lot on my mind and I like, I want to talk about it, but now is not the time because we're trying to have a good time. And like, you know, kind of like the, uh, the sober up thing that we talked about. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. So there's a lot of, a lot of different scenarios where this kind of comes into play of the, uh, the being present, but feeling lonely. Oh yeah. 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 Matt I, and all the listeners probably know that like me and Matt are pretty similar people because I'm also extroverted. I've used this term before, but I'm more of an awkward extrovert. <laughs> like <laughs> yep. I need the energy from other people, but I, sometimes yep. I just don't know how to reach out or like even just talk to someone when they're in front of me. It's like, oh, yeah. the weather is outside. Like, it's, oh, it's frightful. The weather is outside. <laughs> the weather yeah. is frightful. <laughs> But the fire is just so delightful. <laughs> that's what I was. That's what I was going for. Yeah, but yeah, and to go. Okay. me and Matt are also like in similar parts of our lives right now. We're both in these towns where we don't know a lot of people, so our social gatherings are pretty scarce because of COVID as well. And so once we do have a social gathering, sometimes there's a little bit of anxiety going into it or even just during it, like, oh, gosh, how do I talk to these people? Or how do I talk to these people who are like in love with sports and also very conservative, which is the opposite of my beliefs? (laughs) And so, yeah, sometimes it is tough to be around people. And it's like, okay, I do even as much as I hate being in my apartment alone, like I kind of do need to get there because I can't stand another person calling COVID, a plandemic. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's word for word something that I've heard before. And that's pretty much how 90% of Wisconsin thinks. And it's like, mm, oh gosh, okay, fine. So okay, it can be boomer. tough. <laughs> okay. Boomer. Yeah. Yeah. One of my students has said that to me. It's like, I'm definitely Same. not a not boomer, a boomer. <laughs> bro. Same, yeah. Not even close. Man, but I am a boomer. <laughs> yeah, but. Yeah, Matt and I have been talking a lot and we do feel the same things. Like, even though we do wish we could get out more and socialize, like our only socializing is hanging out with Matt and I mean, Zach and Kevin on Discord. (laughs) Shout out to Zach and Kevin. There we go. There it is. We'll plug their socials. We'll plug your Discord. When are we going to yeah. get Madden Mark podcast Discord? Oh, that's <laughs> such a good idea. How have we not what? thought about that before? <laughs> right now, like Zach and Kevin feel like our comfort crowd because for real, it's always good to hang out with them and just watch them. Like, honestly, I'm we're going to hang out with them tonight. 
And I really hope that like Kevin streams some Spyro and it's just so chill watching him play video games. Even if we're not talking, it's like, oh, we're playing video games. And even last week when we were hanging out and a lot of times when we hang out on Discord, we're both playing. We're all playing like separate video games. (laughs) Like last week, Zach and Kevin were playing Destiny together and me and Matt were playing Rocket League. So those are and we were just like talking like the only the other person was there and we were just like on our own video game and it's just so chill and it's it's been really good to have that because we talk to him like almost every week pretty much Mm -hmm. and that's just like our social life right now and that's our comfort crowd like because we're all we're all good friends yeah because a lot of the college people have like faded away except for like well let's talk like once a month okay Mm -hmm. or even longer than that for a lot of people yeah it uh yeah it definitely feels good to be able to like keep that constant contact and Mm -hmm. also knowing like what everybody has mentioned where like the contacting people and the fear of rejection like these are the people that we know that will generally be able to hang out so it's kind of like a comfort thing to be able to be like yeah we're hanging out tonight and it's like okay cool Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah definitely and i've just had to throw those thoughts out like Cause I know that everyone feels that they're like, Oh, I'm going to ask this person to hang out and they're going to say no. And I'm going to feel really bad. And I've just realized that I've talked about this in a past podcast. I think it was the life after college one that I just need to, I need that contact. So even if they say no, it's like, whatever, I just need to at least try because right. they're feeling the same way. They don't want to reach out to me. Cause it's like, Oh no, I'm so scared of like, what's, gonna happen like is he gonna say no like what if he doesn't want to hang out with me everyone's got that anxiety so i've finally just been like whatever i want to hang out with this person i'm gonna ask this person to hang out or video call like i'm just gonna ask him like might be a no but they're not gonna reach out to me so i gotta reach out to them (laughs) yeah for real yeah i've definitely been there i can say that much I will say that even like my comfort crowd are people that even if I've, you know, haven't seen them in person for a, a large portion of my life, like even you, Matt, Matt and Mark, I've really in person, I've of the entire 22 and a half close to years of my life, I've only really seen you in person for like two weeks. Wow. Yeah, yeah. that is weird to think about. <laughs> think about that. We should all hang out. We should. We should, we, should all play, we should all do a quad rocket league. <gasps> yes. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Uh, <so> game. <laughs> Look at us making friends, yeah. Mark. It is free now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rocket league is free to play. Well, I mean, we have it already. So yeah. 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 I already <laughs> paid for it. <laughs> Shout out to rocket league. That's <laughs> a rocket league. Played rocket league, but I have a lot of, yeah, John and I have so many good memories. We would do like the two v two tournament a bunch against a bunch of comms, and and we'd like play against like the hardest comms, and like John and I would just like we would figure out like how the comms worked and just kind of like break the system. <laughs> where like there's this clip of me just like by the by the goal going back and forth, back and forth, and the comms think I'm going to hit it, so they like go rocketing past me and miss the ball, and I just like lightly <laughs> knock it into their goal. <laughs> it was like a four mile per hour. <laughs> yeah. I saved that clip on my PlayStation, so like oh it would not be hard at all to pull up. All right, so so we'll post it on our social media. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
We have a lot to post. <laughs> Mark has a lot of things. Yeah, the, yeah. the beige and gray tie. The <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's gonna be like some things you can look forward to for our next recording. And like, yeah, no context. At it. Yeah, and people are gonna be looking at him like, "What are they talking about?" It's just music. <laughs> yeah, I'll have so my talking hat in there tie, too. A picture of a <laughs> talking <tie> hat. There's <laughs> gonna be a picture of sunflowers. <laughs> <laughs> and then one one thing that will be of context that album. <laughs> oh, cool. Well, this has been a lot of fun. This yeah. has been a really good discussion. I can't wait to continue it's it. It's been like an awesome discussion, but also we've been like cackling the entire time about like stupid stuff. Yeah, and this is what happens on the Matt and Mark podcast. I know it's just, <laughs> just great. You need yeah. you need those bursts of brightness when talking about deep, heavy stuff. That's oh, definitely. True. That's what like, we're all about. Now, when people listen to this, they won't just be too happy Aww. when listening to the int- listening to us talk about introspective music, and they won't be depressed as hell listening to us talk about <laughs> nothing but introspective music. Right? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a happy balance. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Did you just think of these things off the top of your head? Yeah, I'm oh, just yeah. like, what's a, it's like, what's a stupid thing that I can say that's like a very awful Happy pun that makes no sense? Yeah, like my, my roommates have um, come to the conclusion that my sense of humor, which is, this is true, my sense of humor is just throwing crap at a wall and seeing what sticks. Everyone <laughs> 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 like John gets one good joke a day. So like when I make it they'll be like that's your one. That's your one John. That's your one for the day. <laughs> that's it. Time for me to leave. <laughs> Matt, do you remember the episode where like George tried to leave on a high note every time? So he'd be like in a meeting and then he says something that everyone laughs and he's like, "All right, I'm out. See you tomorrow." <laughs> no. I don't- Actually, that is probably in season nine if you haven't finished it. Yeah. Because it's with Krieger. I need to get back to that. The only time I have to watch anything right now is for GMM. So, oh, okay. But I'll I'll put it back into my life. Don't worry. We'll we'll be able to talk about more Seinfeld. (laughs) (laughs) It's only like one season that you haven't seen, isn't it? Um, I think I'm at the beginning of eight. So, oh, okay, two seasons. Yeah, Yeah. Okay, so you definitely haven't seen what I just talked about. Correct. Oh, okay. Well, hopefully yeah. there's some listeners that watch Seinfeld and Surprise. have a good chuckle. Right. Anyways, so <laughs> our uh, um, thank you, John and Simon, for being here. Um, here's your chance to uh, plug everything <laughs> that you were going to plug. Um, Simon, you can go first. <laughs> okay. Well, um, hold on. Let me make sure that this is actually right. I don't want to throw out a uh, fake Instagram. <laughs> As funny as that would be. <laughs> Insta. Um, so you can find me on Instagram at um, Hain, my last name, H-O-E-H-N, train, T-R-I-A-N, underscore 79. So T-R-I-A-N. Oh, T-R-A-I-N. So Hain, train, underscore 79. That's probably the only social that I'll plug. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, perfect. So you can follow me personally on Instagram at John Edward Hain, J-O-H-N E-D-W-A-R-D H-O-E-H-N And then I also 
my roommate Robert and I also stream on Twitch. Um, currently, our schedule has been doing video games on Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday together. Um, on Friday, Robert's been doing some solo streams, but he might be getting away from that because he's thinking that he's been streaming too much. And like, you need to have that happy balance and can't overwork yourself. And then we do a Dungeons and Dragons stream on Saturday or on Sunday afternoons, which that's been new. Um, but the Instagram for that is absolutely underscore scripted. The Twitch is the exact same. Um, and I believe the Twitter is absolutely underscore script and just script and not scripted. I'm going to double check that. No, it's just absolute script. Ah. Capital A, capital S, no underscores. Um, but yeah, we stream Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday nights together. So if you want to see me and see what I look like, <laughs> that's, that's a good opportunity to do that. We just are goofy. We have fun. We play video games together. Uh, we talk about deep things occasionally. Um, at some point, we're going to start our own podcast as well. So Ooh, Matt wow. and Mark, when we do that, we'd love to have you as guests. Oh, That'd be so fun. Oh, my gosh. Get a crossover episode. Ooh. Oh. Crossover. <laughs> um, and if you want to see what I look like, you can watch John's streams and then imagine uh, 50 less pounds and shorter hair. <laughs> no glasses. And no oh, glasses. Yeah. <laughs> love it. Okay. Thank you. That's good. Hey, and, I don't take um, offense to that because that's like the same description that I give to other people when they ask <laughs> and find out that I have a twin. Because I'm like, yeah, he's 50 pounds less than me, has contacts instead of glasses, and wears his hair shorter. That mm-hmm. sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and slightly less facial hair. And uh, thank yeah. you for having us. Yeah, no yeah. this has been a lot of fun. It's been a blast. I'm glad we could finally do it after the month and a half of planning that we <laughs> right, had. yeah. And, and um, now we'll have to have another month and a half while we figure out when to record part two. Yeah, exactly. So be on yeah. the lookout for part two because that will be coming at some point because we're all ramblers, gamblers, and backbiters. Mm-hmm. Backbiters. <laughs> backbiters. He's referencing Johnny Cash. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, and um, thank you, listeners, for joining us on our journey today. And uh, check us out on our social media, um, the Matt and Mark Podcast, all one word on e uh, Instagram and Facebook. On eHarmony? On Match.com. The Matt and Mark Podcast is on eHarmony. <laughs> Swipe right. <for> that. <laughs> That's not how it works. Swipe oh. right on our podcast. You'll love us. <laughs> the podcast in Times Day. <laughs> I really tried with that one, but <laughs> yep, find us oh. Matt and Mark Podcast on Tinder. Yes. Um <laughs> I we just we're gonna randomly we're... look around until you find the podcast. Right? <laughs> Finally. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> make sure to set your distance to 100 miles because <laughs> it's about how far apart mark and i are from each other so. oh yeah <laughs> um probably even more but anyway yeah we are going to um shift into some other platforms so be on the lookout for that um and yeah thanks for tuning in um shout out to simon and john yeah and, and shout um, out to everyone we've shouted out 
<laughs> shout <laughs> out throughout the last two hours and did we shout out target ish. yet we usually do that we did oh, not they're right now quick trip Oh yeah, sure. Thank shout you. Oh, yeah. I, I, work, I work at Quick Trip. So. <laughs> <laughs> Quick Trip. Shout out to Don Zietlow, the CEO of Quick Trip. <laughs> oh, of Quick Trip. <laughs> yeah, but I because I work for Quick Trip. I love working for Quick Trip. It's a very fun time, and they're a wonderful company. Oh, I love so, going to Quick Trip. So if you don't live in the Midwest, you are missing out, and you're a loser. move to the Midwest. <laughs> move yeah. to the Midwest. If yeah, celebrities. Yeah, celebrities. Shout out to celebrities. Shout out to celebrities. Oprah, Let's plug every celebrity's uh, social media. <laughs> <laughs> My head exploded. <laughs> All right. All right, Matt. Did right, we finish plugging our own social media? <laughs> I think we did. Yeah, we're okay. So Instagram, Facebook, check us out, Matt and Mark Podcast. Um, yeah, okay. that's what I got. Oh, and anyway. Uh, Shout out to Bunger, the cutest little bug snack there's ever yeah, been. The cutest bug snack there's ever been. Shout out to Devin, who drew seven different kinds of Bunger when the game bug snacks only has two. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> watch watch absolutely scripted stream bug snacks on Tuesday nights until we're done with the game. So if you're listening to this like three months from now. You, you I got bad news for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can have to backtrack. <laughs> um all right sweet well thanks again um (laughs) have have a a night or morning have a beautiful um yeah enjoy next time enjoy the time yeah like we say at quick trip see you next time or like i say at quick trip stop again (laughs) stop again (laughs) yes stop again good close off stop again everyone (laughs) yeah (laughs) all right take it easy everybody